Good morning, brothers and sisters. Good morning. Welcome to Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. Colossians 3.17 says, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We welcome you to join in this devotion this morning and praise and worship with this deacon's ministry. We now turn it over to the hands of the music ministry. worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come on, let's worship together. Come, let us worship the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us worship the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Give him the honor. Let us worship the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Give him the honor, say. Give him the honor. Give him the praise. Give him the praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord. Let's give him the praise. Give him the praise. Worship him, say. Worship him. Worship him. Give my God the glory. Scripture reading this morning will come from the book of Hebrews, chapter 13. I'll be reading from verse 1 through verse 7. And I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. Let love of the brethren continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by this some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember the prisoners as though in prison with them and those who are ill-treated since you yourselves are also in the body. Marriage is to be held in honor among all, and the marriage bed is to be undefiled. Fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Make sure that your character is free from the love of money, being content with what you have. For he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. So that we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? May the Lord have blessings of the hearers, the readers, and the doers of his word. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. 
I love you, O oh Lord, my strength. Is you, Lord God, who is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. Is you who is my hope and my salvation. Is you who, Lord God, who is our keeper and our sustainer. Is you, Lord God, who watches over us day by day and moment by moment. There's nothing beyond your power, nothing beyond your control. For you, O oh Lord, have established your throne in the heavens and your sovereignty rules over all. Father, we are in a time when there is trouble on every hand. For some, Lord God, they are dealing with illness, Father God. We ask that you would touch them, Father, as long as you can. I especially lift up Deacon Whitley during this time, Father. For you know his thoughts, you know the frame of his mind. But not only do I lift up him, Father God, but I lift up his caregiver too. Because at times, Father, the caregiver loses track of themselves as they're trying to care for their loved one. Some, Lord God, are dealing with the passing of a loved one. It is you, Lord God, who is the God of all comfort. And you call us, Lord God, to be comforters also. Some, Lord God, have not been on this earth many years, Lord God, and have left. And some, Lord God, you've given them extra longevity of life. No matter what, Father God, it is a blessing from you. For it is you and you alone who can truly bless us and sustain us. Not that we are adequate in ourselves, Lord God, to consider anything that's coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from you. It is you, Lord God, who demonstrates your own love toward us, Lord God, and while we yet sinners, Christ died for us. It is you, Lord God, who is our keeper, our rock, and our fortress. Yours, O oh Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Indeed, everything that is in the heavens and the earth, yours is the dominion. And you exalt yourself as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you. And in your hand, Lord God, is power and might. And it lies in your hand, Lord God, to make great and to strengthen everyone. So, Father, as we walk through this life, let us keep our focus and our attention on you. For it's you and you alone who said that you would never leave us nor forsake us. So, Father, as we step forward in service this day, let us, Father, give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. For in you and through you and to you are all things. To you be the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Will you please stand with us? Amen. Sing this praise with us. Down through the years, the Lord's been good to me. Oh, down through the years, Lord's been good to me. Been good the to Lord's me. been good to me. I know the, the Lord's really been good, good to me. Yeah. To me Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Oh, the devil had me bound, but the Lord's been good to me. Oh, the, the devil. devil 
good to me. I know I've got good religion. Yeah. I didn't get it in no dream. Shake me, wake me in the midnight hour, and I'll tell you everything I've seen. Oh, down through the years, down, down through the years. The Lord's been good to the me. Lord's been good to me. Oh. Jesus, fix me. Fix me if you please. But if you can't fix me while I'm standing here, I'll bow down on my knees. Oh, down through the years. You know the Lord's been good to me. Everybody say down. Come on, if you're glad to be in the house of the Lord, come on, if he's been good to you, one more time, open your mouth and give him praise. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we rejoice in it, and we are glad in it, glad, grateful for another opportunity to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Listen, if you would, before you take your seat, greet as many of your brothers and sisters as you can, and welcome them to worship this morning.
Hallelujah. You may be seated. You may be seated. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Come on, let's try that again. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We greet you in the grace, peace, joy, and love of God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Love to the family. Thank God for his love that we can share with one another. Come on, if you know God's been good to you, make a joyful noise to the Lord today. Amen. What a great joy and blessing it is to be here on this morning. Man, God has been so amazing, and uh, we're so grateful and thankful to the Lord for another expression of his grace, mercy, and love on our behalf. Been traveling a little bit this week, got in late Friday, and uh, man, just everything has been going rapidly uh, by. But let me just hit a couple of highlights, and I want to celebrate uh, some of our ministry efforts. First of all, let me say thank you to those who are part of our community empowerment team who served this week. Friday night at our worship and work service, we had 33 volunteers out. Saturday, 43 volunteers showed up. Yeah. We helped distribute food to over 300 families this past Saturday, and so we're grateful and thankful to the Lord for that. Um, got a text message uh, out of that outreach service, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we had a lady give a life to the Lord, and, uh, man, we've just seen God moving like that and several of our outreach activities. So anytime we can see somebody give their life to the Lord, that's a blessing. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's thank God for that on today. Uh, don't forget we have our uh, Ghana presentation next Sunday, next Sunday, immediately following the 8 o'clock service and the 10 o'clock service. Pastor Sloan and the missions team will be giving their report on their mission trip to Ghana, and I know you are looking forward to hearing uh, more about that trip. There'll be pictures and, and all kinds of stuff and testimonials that you'll be able to hear, and so we're grateful and thankful to the Lord for that. Uh, we had five or six people, I think, scheduled for baptism, and man, the youth had a meeting and a little, little gathering time of worship. And uh, the Lord blessed them. They added a couple of more souls. So we're going to have to kick up that baptism number today. Amen. And uh, we're certainly grateful and thankful to the Lord for that. Now, you probably have noticed we've got a lot of pink in the house today. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, today is the AKA International Day of Prayer. Now, don't think that AKAs don't pray any other day. Amen. This is just a day internationally where they have committed uh, in their sisterhood to pray together. And we are excited to have several chapters with us. Uh, the Tau Zeta Omega chapter is in the house. The Alpha Kappa Omega chapter is in the house. The Alpha Omega Omega chapter is in the house. And the Beta Phi Omega chapter is in the house. And there are probably a couple of other chapters in here. Let me ask all of the AKAs if you would stand, please. Come on, stand and let's celebrate you on the day. Amen. 
we're certainly grateful and thankful for your sisterhood and uh, your love for the Lord and the Tau Zeta Omega chapter uh, specifically is partnering with us today to distribute backpacks to children and they will be doing that in between our services immediately following our eight o'clock service and so if we have any children or any families who are in need of backpacks you'll be able to get one free of charge today compliments of the Tau Zeta Omega chapter I just want to know, have y'all sufficiently recovered from the boule? That's what I want to know. Y'all still in boule hangover, right? That's what it is. Now, listen, I got to tell you this on a lighter note before uh, our uh, choir comes and, and ministers in song. Man, last night, if you miss the married couples ministry two-step celebration last night, you missed it. Woo! It was good. I needed some Advil afterwards, but it was good. <laughs> it was good. And I want you to know that, man, there were like 40 to 50 couples came out last night. It was, man, it was amazing. I'm telling you, it was amazing. And I, I can call any one of them and they can give you a demonstration right now. Any one of them. I just don't have time. That's all. That's the only, that's the only thing that's stopping us. If I had time. I could bring them up here right now, boy. Hit, DJ, hit it. But they, they can show, I mean, I'm telling you, but it was a beautiful thing. And, and you know, Reverend Rose said something that, that was uh, really, really powerful. Um, just the, the metaphor, the analogy, the simile between dancing and a relationship. You know, that no matter what, somebody's got to take the lead. Somebody's got to follow. It's got to be communication. It's got to be mutual respect. Right. All of those things that you got to practice on the dance floor. Boy, if you could just take them off the dance floor and take them home, you'd have a better marriage. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But man, it was a great, great time of uh, fellowship and food and fun. And I uh, want to thank the Harveys for coming. Brother Harvey, Sister Harvey, stand up, please. I want to just man. These were they, they helped our our cause and. Uh, Brother Harvey is an instructor, and so if there's anybody, you know, you didn't want to come out in a group, but maybe you want to work on some stuff privately, you know what I mean? Trying to get ready for a family reunion or something like that, thinking about the holidays, you know, when the family comes, you know, and everybody doing them same old tired steps, you know what I mean? And you may want to go, bang, let me show you something. Make sure you pull Brother Harvey's coattail, all right? Thank you all so much. Appreciate it. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise as the choir comes and ministers in song. I know what prayer can do. I know what prayer can do. I know what prayer can do. 
through. I know he'll see you through. I found the answer in prayer. I found the answer in prayer. And I'll tell it everywhere.
I know some of y'all too young for that old school church, but that's that's the flavor at eight. I, I kind of like that, amen? Come on, you get that little rock, you know? I've been hungry, I've been sick, I've been filled with misery, but along came Jesus and he rescued me. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I've been hungry, I've been sick, I've been filled with misery, but along came Jesus and he rescued me. Hey, I've been hungry, I've been so sick, I've been filled with but along came Jesus, and he rescued me. Anybody been hungry? You've been sick. You've been filled with misery. But along came Jesus, and he rescued me. Hey, I've been hungry. I've been sick. I've been filled with misery. But along came Jesus. Come on, everybody sing it with us. Come on. I've been hungry, I've been sick, I've been filled with But alone came Jesus and he rescued me Hey, I've been hungry, I've been so sick, I've been filled with misery But alone came Jesus and he rescued me Hey, I found the answer And I tell it everywhere Cause I know, yes I know, I know, I know, yes I know, I know, yes I know, I know, I know, yes I know. Yeah, Lord. See that that's one of them simple songs, you know what I mean? And if you can't have a testimony unless you have a test. Andre Crouch said, I wouldn't know that God could solve it if I never had a problem, right? How are you going to know he can feed you if you've never been hungry? You won't know him as a healer unless you've been sick. Ah, but on the other side of the test comes the testimony. Come on, let's give God some praise in this place. Father, we bless you and thank you for this day. We pray now that everything that we do and everything that we say will be pleasing in your sight. We ask you to have your way today. Speak to our hearts, O oh Lord, we pray. Speak to our souls today. This is why we've come, dear Lord. We're ready for your word. Speak now. And may we be more than hearers of your word, God. May we be doers as well. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What do you do when you find yourself in a fearful place? In a situation where you are gripped or paralyzed by fear? Do you flee or do you fight? Most folk would, in any sense, flee. Typically, if you're afraid, you don't fight unless you absolutely have to. But in our text today, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, Jehoshaphat teaches us that there's a third option for all of us who are believers. 
you don't have to flee and you don't have to fight. Jehoshaphat teaches us that you have a third option and that option is to respond by faith. And as we look at 2 Chronicles chapter 20 over the last several weeks, we discovered that Jehoshaphat unlocked for us the possibility of praying our way to a win. That when the weapons of your warfare fall far short of the power of the enemy that's coming against you, when you don't have all you need to be victorious in your flesh, Jehoshaphat taught us that there is something powerful about praying and activating your faith in God. But then the shift took place in 2 Chronicles 20 because Jehoshaphat moved from prayer to praise. And so last week, we started talking about praising your way to a win. That for many of us, we fail to understand it's not enough just to pray because part of the faith to pray in power is to be able to praise in power. That praise literally activates the faith that we say we have in God. Today I want to complete 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verses 1 through 30 and in particular focus on this last portion of a message that we started last week. I want to talk today from the thought how to praise your way to a win, how to praise your way to a win. Now, somebody may say, what do you mean a win? A win in life, whatever it is that is coming against you, that is stopping you from fulfilling your potential in the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever it is that is tearing you down without the goal of building you back up, whatever it is that is a stumbling block that God wants to convert into a stepping stone, I want to help you understand the power and significance of praise. That when you learn how to praise in your prayer, when you learn how to combine praise and prayer together, you are putting yourself in the position to experience and unleash the exponential power of the omnipotent God in your life. If you have your outlines, would you say amen? amen. If you need an outline, raise your hand and the ushers will get one to you. One thing in particular I want to focus on today but for the sake of review, let's just go back quickly over what we talked about on last week. We started off by saying, number one, you must learn to worship and praise the Lord in response to hearing from him. In response to hearing from him. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, around verses 14 through 17, that Jehaziel stood up after the prayer of Jehoshaphat was concluded and said, thus says the Lord. He came from a family of people who loved God, who knew God, who had experienced the power of God in their lives through multiple generations. And because of that history, he was able to stand, God was able to use him, and he told the people that famous phrase that most of us love to quote, but few of us believe the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. 
And Jehaziel tells them to go stand firm. You will not need to fight in this battle, verse 17 says. Hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them and the Lord will be with you. And you have a choice whenever you hear from God. Are you going to believe or are you going to doubt? And watch this. What you believe will be demonstrated in how you behave. Somebody has said it like this. I can tell what you believe more by what you do than what you say. And let's be honest. Most Christians, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the person probably next to you. Most Christians believe far more than they live. They heard from God and God told them, you stand firm, stand still. I got this. And they had a choice. Were they going to worry or were they going to worship? And the Bible says they worship. They, they worship. They, they literally bowed before the Lord in thanksgiving for what God said. Watch this. They hadn't even seen God do anything yet. All they heard was what God said. But what God said was good enough based on what God had already done in the past. I dare somebody in here to stop just for a moment. And while you are busy worrying about the future, stop for a moment and look in the backyard of your life. And if you look behind you and see how far the Lord has brought you, see what the Lord has done to keep you. If you combine all that God has done in your past... What you need done in your present and your future pales in comparison to what the Lord has already done. I wish I had a witness in here somewhere. And the Bible says they worship and then they praise the Lord. It's that Hebrew word halal. It's where we get the word hallelujah from. It, it literally means to boast in God. Not, not to boast in yourself, to boast in God to do it and, and check out what it said with a loud voice. Listen, there were no secret agent saints. There was nobody talking about what shh, I don't want anybody to know I'm a Christian. Praise the Lord. No, with a loud voice. They didn't wait till the victory. They shouted on the promise. They shouted on the promise that God made. And listen, there's somebody in here. God has done enough for you already. For you to be a silent, sit on the sideline saint is inexcusable. Based on what God has already done. I, I told y'all, I told y'all the most obnoxious football fans of all time are the Dallas Cowboy fans. Obnoxious. No, no, obnoxious, man. Obnoxious. And, and no, no, no. And, and let me tell you something. They haven't won since Y2K, but it's okay. No, no, no. It's okay. Y'all stay with me. It's okay. And, and the reason is because a Cowboys fan will tell you we've won enough already. 
They say if we don't win another game, we won enough already. I'm trying to help somebody understand God has done enough already. If he doesn't do anything else for you, he's done enough already. Somebody say already. He's done enough already. How you going to come in silent because God hasn't done a specific thing for you right now? He's done enough already. And if you can be obnoxious for a football team, you can be praising a God who's done enough already. Here's the second thing. Here's the second thing. Number two, you need to realize what God can do when you give worship and praise to the Lord. What God can do. I don't know about you. Have one of the things when I first learned how to do laundry, because my mother told me, you know, you're going to have to learn how to do your own laundry because I'm not going to be there always. So I had to learn how to do it. And you know, that first couple of times, you know, you put reds and whites together and, you know, you come out with pink and all that stuff, you know. Put dark and light colors together, you know, washed everything in hot water. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, it'd go through some trials and errors, right? But there was this beautiful thing that I discovered because, man, I washed my underwear. Right, so you know you had to wash your white clothes separate, and and I noticed them things that started off white started looking kind of grayish, you know. And one day my mother was was pulling clothes out the dryer, and she said, "Boy, what's wrong with these white clothes? They all dingy." And I said, "Well, I washed them the way you said. You said hot water, and I put detergent in there." She said, "Did you put any bleach in there?" I said, "Bleach? What's bleach?" Ain't know nothing about no bleach. Man, look here, when I discovered bleach, woo, it was on and popping then, right? Because I realized, I learned that when you put bleach in with detergent, there's an activation that occurs that gets those clothes so much cleaner and so much brighter, right? White clothes, that they get them, so don't put them in the colored clothes, in the white clothes, right? What can God do? When you add worship and praise to your prayer. Somebody in here, you want to see next level answers to your prayer? Add some praise. Add some praise in your prayers. And you will activate the power behind your prayer. Watch watch what the text says. The text says, verse 22, look at it. And when they began to sing in praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. Underline that, when they began to sing and praise. Their faith was activated when they began to sing and praise. When they began to sing and praise, the Bible says, then God moved. Look at A. Your worship and praise of the Lord can release God to move on your behalf. You want God to move? Prayer will put God in the starting blocks. But praise will fire the gun. You want God to move because watch this. When you praise God, you are saying, God, I not only have the faith to ask you, but I believe you can do it. See, praise reminds you. 
to whom you are praying. Praise reminds you of what God has done in the past. And if he's done it in the past, if he did it before, he can do it again. Same God right now, same God back then. But look at B. Your worship and praise of the Lord can confuse your enemies. Yeah. Confuse your enemies. The Bible says the men of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, the Edomites, devoting them to destruction. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they all helped to destroy one another. They looked at the Edomites, the Ammonites and the Moabites. They said, man, we got to get rid of them folks. Yeah, we got to get rid of them. Killed the Edomites and then turned around and looked at each other and said, man, I got to get rid of you. No, I got to get rid of you. And they killed each other. And here comes Israel without a weapon in their hand. All they came with was worship and praise. And the Bible says God took care of their enemies. Listen, there are some folk in your life you worrying about getting back at. And God says, why are you fretting about that? Just put him in my hands. You're worrying about what folk have done you wrong instead of celebrating the God who makes it right. He says, you got to learn how to give me the praise and then trust me to do what you can't do, which leads us to our last thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Third and final thing that I want us to see today is you must recognize and celebrate the victory the Lord provides. You must recognize and celebrate the victory the Lord provides. Look, if you will, at 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And go down to verse 25. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil, they found among them in great numbers goods, clothing, and precious things which they took for themselves and could, until they could carry no more. They were three days in taking the spoil. It was so much. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Baraka. For there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of that place has been called the Valley of Baraka to this day. Three things I want you to see in this final moments that I believe will help you to recognize. Not just what to celebrate, but also help you in determining how to celebrate. Look at A. You've got to recognize the blessings God provides in your life. I'm convinced that so many of us are so busy wanting what we don't have that we don't celebrate the blessings and what we do have. Uh, uh, old folks used to say, crying with a loaf of bread under your arms. And that <laughs> crying hungry with a loaf of bread on you. Basically, you already have the blessings. You fail to recognize the blessings that are in your life. You're so busy lamenting what you don't have that you don't celebrate what you do have. Uh, 
I was on a trip with somebody, and uh, man, we, we're having this uh, this great time on this trip. I mean, fantastic time, great time, and we're getting to the end of the trip. And so, as we're getting to the end of the trip, the person kind of gets into like almost this depressed mood. So I said, "Well, what's wrong?" He said, "Well, man, I just man, I'm just thinking, man, trip's almost over." Whew, got to get back to the grind. I said, I understand. I said, but why are you going to let the grind ruin the last day of the trip? <laughs> like, why are you bringing the grind on the trip with you? The grind is going to be there. It's not going anywhere, but you can't recognize the blessing that you have right. You can't celebrate right now for thinking about what's on the way. Sometimes we can't celebrate what is right now because we are lamenting what has happened in the past. So we become a prisoner of our past pain and that disables us from being able to enjoy our present blessings. He says you got to recognize they went up, the Bible says they went up and they saw all that the Lord had provided. The Valley of Baraka, that it, it comes out of that word Barak, uh, where we get the word benediction from. And uh, somebody said, what's the benediction? That's, that's the end of anything uh, in, in this context, a church service that most folk don't stay until. <laughs> right? But, but maybe I can help somebody stay in your seat a little longer. Because benediction is a blessing. It, it's a pronounced blessing upon somebody. May the Lord watch over thee. May the Lord keep thee. May the Lord bless thee. Right? So it's kind of interesting that people who come to church for a blessing leave before the blessing is given. I'm just saying. It, it, it's kind of like going to a restaurant to eat and then leave before they bring the food out. It's the valley of blessing. And the Bible says they blessed the Lord. They blessed the Lord. They, they blessed the Lord. Now, that blessing of the Lord is not same, the same as the blessing given by God to us. When we bless the Lord, we honor him. We adore him. We, we magnify him. We, we, we lift him up. We, we salute him. We praise him. They, they bless the Lord. Listen, when you recognize the blessings of God, it's only right to thank God. Right? When, when we thank him, we're recognizing that it's from him. That every good and perfect thing comes. That it's in him we live, move, and have our being. We learn how to bless him in the midst of looking at all that the Lord has provided. And just in case you're wondering, everything you have, God has provided. You may say, well, pastor, you don't know. I'm, I'm really smart. All you know, God taught you. 
You say, well, you know, I got it going on. You know, I, I got good looks. But what you look like, God made you. Like there's nothing that you have that God didn't have a hand in. And if you don't believe God gave it, watch how quick God can let it go. You fool around and one day lose your ability to even know who you are. Look at B. Respond to God's blessings in your life by rejoicing. Respond to God's blessings in your life by rejoicing. Verse 27. Then they returned, every man of Judah and Jerusalem, and Jehoshaphat at their head, returning to Jerusalem with joy. For the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. They came to Jerusalem with harps and lyres and trumpets to the house of the Lord. They came with joy. They came rejoicing. Can I ask you a question? Uh, when you think about your life, why is it that we typically allow the sadness to rule our lives and our countenance more than the joy? Why is it that we focus more on what we don't have than on what we do have? We focus more on what we desire than what God has blessed us with. Jehoshaphat led the people in the worship and praise of God, and they came back with joy. And, and when they came back with joy, they came back, watch this, in a processional back to Jerusalem. They, they came with joy, and, and it allowed other people to hear what the Lord had done and to celebrate the goodness of God in the land of the living. Can you imagine what that parade must have looked like as they were coming back with all of the spoils and all of the goods and they go back, man, rejoicing in the Lord. Can you imagine how many people joined in? You, you know, when our brothers and sisters came uh, via Katrina in mass. And uh, I remember the first parade that we had, you know, the New Year's Day, actually it was the Thanksgiving Day parade. And there were a lot of complaints uh, by uh, policing agencies here because um, folk from New Orleans were getting over the barricades and were jumping into the parade. And, and, and so, you know, somebody asked me about it and I said, well, but you, you're not understanding the culture of New Orleans. In Houston, we watch parades. In New Orleans, they get in parades. <laughs> You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with it. That, that's, that's second line. Man, you jump in. You right? If you're feeling it, you jump, you jump in. You don't just watch. You participate. You don't spectate. If it's good, you jump in. Listen, people had an opportunity to rejoice. That, that word joy refers to uh, something gleeful, something glad, but, but joy is always connected with feelings that we get based on what God has done. See, see, there was no question. God did it. They got a victory and God did it. 
Maybe the reason you don't have the joy you should is because you don't have enough God did it moments in your life. See, you're so busy taking credit for your connections and your friends and who you know. And, 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 and you forgot that all of that is because of who God is. And you've been taking credit for what only God could do. And sometimes what God has to do is get you to a place where there's no question only he could do. So that when you get to that place and somebody said, how did you get out of there? He said, God did it. They said, no, 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 seriously. What you, what you, God did it. I told you how it God did it. It wasn't nothing about me. No, God, God did it. God did it. It was by prayer and by praise they got their victory. Listen, when you pray, how often do you pray the same prayer? How often do you pray the same prayer? Most of us, I think, will probably pray the same prayer until we get tired of praying the prayer or until we see an answer to the prayer. But here's what I want to suggest to you. The same fervency that we have in prayer, we should have in praise. That same stick to that we have, that same spirit of perseverance that we have in prayer, we should have in praise. Are we willing to pray and praise until we get our breakthrough? Are we willing to pray and praise until God, watch this, either changes the situation or changes you? Because sometimes when you're praying, you want God to change somebody else, and God just really needs to change you. Look at C, and then I'm going to let you go. Recognize and enjoy the blessing of rest God provides. Ooh, I need to put a cord in the meter and park right here for a second. Recognize and enjoy the blessing of rest God provides. Everybody say rest. Look at verse 29. And the fear of God came on all the kingdoms of the countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest all around. Circle that word rest. Now, the word rest literally means to settle down or to get to a place of calmness. Can I tell you what most of us do when we get to a place of rest? When we get to a place of rest, we become so anxious that we can't enjoy the rest for waiting for the next storm that comes. Everything all right? Yeah, it's just too good to be true. How's everything that's good? Oh, everything's good. Knock on wood. We we can't enjoy blessings. We can't enjoy rest. We can't enjoy when it's calm, when all is well. Listen, it will not be well soon enough. Enjoy the rest when you get it. 
Listen, anybody got young children? When you get rid of them little heathens, I mean them babies, when you get rid of them. <laughs> when you find somebody to take them, and especially, boy, if you got some young children and you're married, and you be looking at each other talking about, who are you? Who are you? That's the adults talking to each other. Like, oh, you know, you, know, you be talking to each other and baby talk. I got to go, boo, got go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adults in the room. All right. I got to talk adult, right? And, 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 and you're like, you can't enjoy the date with your spouse. You can't enjoy your time with your girlfriend because you're worrying about what's waiting for you. What's waiting for you is waiting. So if it's waiting for you, then wait to get there. But enjoy the rest that God has blessed you with. The Bible says the people of Judah and Jerusalem prayed and they praised and the testimony went out. And the crowd around heard of the blessings that God had brought into their lives and God gave them rest. Gave them rest. Rest from the turmoil within. Rest from their enemies without. God gave them rest. Somebody in here enjoy the blessings of rest. Enjoy peace and quiet. Enjoy a calmness that God can give you even when the storm is raging around you. God can give you peace within. Look at Psalm 4, verse 6 through 8. Let's read it together. There are many who say, who will show us some good? Lift up the light of your face upon us, O Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Psalm 30, verse 11 and 12. You sound so good. Let's read it together. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. That my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. They were a praying and praising people. And I submit to you, we will always fail to see the fullness of God in our lives when we neglect either prayer or praise. We got folk who will praise. I mean, they'll dance and run and dance and run, but do they pray? And then we got folk who are prayer warriors. Ooh, they're going to pray, they're going to pray. But will they praise? Because when we put those two together, we activate the power of God in a way that many of us have never seen. Father, we bless you this day. We thank you because you are the God who can do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think. Now, God, you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly, but the truth of the matter is many of us have failed to see you do exceedingly and abundantly. Most of what we have seen and experienced, we can explain by our flesh, 
by our intellectual capacity. But God, the truth of the matter is, there are even greater things that you want to do for us. And when we trust you, you can do beyond what we can ask, think, or imagine. And so, God, we ask you right now to help us become a people committed to prayer and praise so that we can pray and praise our way to a win in life. We thank you and we ask your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Everybody who can, everybody who will, if you stand on your feet wherever you are. To our streaming audience, let me thank you for being with us today. And I hope and pray that you've been encouraged and challenged by this word. Um, if you'd like to respond to this invitation, uh, you can give us a call here at our church. You can also respond via email and let us know that you need Jesus Christ in your life. Uh, you want somebody to pray with you, pray for you. Uh, because we want to help you become all that God has desired you to be. Those of you who are in this place right now under the sound of my voice, if you're here today and you've never asked Jesus Christ into your life, I want to give you an opportunity to say yes today. Uh, see, the wonderful thing about the Lord is he loves you right where you are. But what's even better than that is he not only will love you where you are, he'll help you get where you need to be. Somebody said a friend is somebody who will come to you wherever you are, find you at your worst, clean you up, help you become your best, and never tell anybody where they found you. Well, the song said, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear, what a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. So if you're here today and you uh, feel the power of the Holy Spirit moving you, you say, I need Jesus Christ in my life. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about rituals or routine. I'm talking about a relationship with a God who loves you and wants to help you fulfill your potential in him. Am I talking about joining this church? Man, we'll be happy to send you to any Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. We'll be excited to write a letter and say, hey, man, this person gave their life to the Lord Jesus Christ on this day, August the 26th, 2018. So if you're here today, the men and women who are up front and standing all around would love to show you privately how to ask the Lord into your life. You can make that decision today. If you're looking for a church home and you believe this is where God wants you to be, we're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. We're in the process of becoming, and we welcome you to join us on the journey. So wherever you are in your walk, wherever you are in your need, if you need assurance of your salvation, you're not sure that you're saved, man, come on and make that step today. We won't look at you funny. You don't have to say anything. We'll just rejoice when you come, and we'll encourage you in your walk. Come on, choir's going to sing. Those who know the Lord are praying. And if you're not praying, I want you coming. If you're here today, come on. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, 
Father, as we continue our worship today, we pray that that worship will be acceptable in your sight as we worship you in giving and present back to you just a portion of what you've given to us. We pray now, Lord, that it will truly be an act of worship that will be pleasing to you, that we will not give our leftovers but our first fruits, trusting you and knowing that from you all that we have has come. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's time for good hope. It's time for the offering. Amen. Amen. Those of you who are worshiping with us, the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver, and we thank God for the privilege to be able to partner with God in the kingdom building work. Master Control, we're in your hands. Is the word generous? Generous. Giving. Loving in both our actions and our attitudes. Dr. D.Z. Cofield and Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church have taken the opportunity to bless thousands of families throughout the greater Houston area and around the world as they help rebuild communities from the inside out. Would you like to help us bring a hope that heals? Become a Hope Ministry partner with a donation that will enable us to impact people with the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. You can give by downloading the GiveLify app and selecting Good Hope MBC or send your gift to 3015 North McGregor Way, Houston, Texas, 77004. Partner with us today and help us change lives tomorrow as we take hope to the world. For more information, call 713-524-6578 or go to goodhope.org. Amen. Uh, just a couple of announcements that we're going to share. Reverend Bell, you got them handy? Okay, yeah, come on, come on and you can uh, share those announcements. One of the things, though, I do want to remind you of is that when we uh, give, um, that giving helps us to do what we do in the community. Um, there are a number of partnerships that God is allowing us to uh, develop and have. Um, did I see Cheryl? Garner back there. Hey, Cheryl. How you doing? You got your pink on, girl. I see you. Hey. Um, when, when, when are we, we skip? Is it October? Well, come on. You walking up. You might as well come on the way up, girl. I don't know. Ain't no need stopping down there. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to share. On October 13th, the Zyph Omega chapter is going to have the community forum here at Good Hope. And we're inviting candidates, um, judges, um, political parties from both um, the local and Senate. We're asking them to come out, and we're going to share with the community why we should give them our vote. Remember, our vote counts. We want to make sure we be the voice, and we want to make sure that we share and educate our community of why they need to get out and vote. Early voting starts October 3rd, I mean October 22nd, and so we want to definitely share that information and get that word out. All right. Yeah, so um, we'll have voter registration going on as well. Um, our community empowerment event in terms of the people that we help in the community and bless 
our missions locally, nationally, internationally. All of that is because of our giving. Amen? That's, that's the, and we're able to give back to God. And, and the beautiful thing is, man, to see lives changed. You know what I mean? To see people's lives changed. Last week, um, the uh, brothers uh, took DeMichael Conway up, one of the young men that had been in trouble so many times and uh, turned his life around out of our high school. And, uh, man, he's at Blinn College now getting started. And I, I, I erroneously announced, because, see, yeah, I, I announced that, you know, he, he was going to Blinn, and then he wanted to be a firefighter, and he said he changed his mind. He wanted to be a chemical engineer. I said, oh. I said, shucky-ducky, quack-quack. Go on, boy. I hear you. Correct the pastor. That's right. Tell me. But, man, this is a young man who went to, like, three or four different high schools who were told he would never make it, um, told he would be a statistic. And to see this young man turn his life around, that's a direct, direct result of our giving. So I want you to know your giving makes a difference. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's worship the Lord in giving. If you'd like to give online, you can give uh, via the uh, Good Hope website. You can also use the Givelify app. And you can give the old-fashioned way as well. Check a cash. <coughs> Amen. I don't know why I choke on check a cash. <laughs> Go write a check, make it to good hope, and make it good. All right? Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are worthy. Reverend Bell's going to come and give us uh, announcements. I do want to announce, though, the relaunching of our website. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, we've been uh, doing some construction on the backside and also the uh, relaunching of our church app along with our new social media platforms. All of that is being realigned now. And so I should say aligned, not realigned, aligned. So, man, we're really excited about what we believe God has in store for us and what God wants us to do, not just locally, but also through technology. And so uh, check out the new website, goodhope.org. Um, I think you will be really, really pleased, really user-friendly. And over the next month, we will be adding additional features, um, including morning devotionals and things like that. 
So if you're on the go, if you're ripping and running, man, you'll be able to just download that app, go to the website, get everything you need to feed your spirit for that day. I want you to keep in prayer, Deacon Nichols. Um, he prayed with us today via the uh, uh, iTunes, uh, iPhone, and uh, but he's still in the hospital, and they are planning to release him and uh, get him set up for uh, physical therapy. And, and Deacon Whitley as well is um, re-engaging uh, in that fight that he's having with cancer. And so we want to cover both of them in believing prayer that God will continue to bring healing. Also want you to keep Deacon Witchett in prayer. Deacon Witchett, wait, raise your hand. Deacon Witchett, his mother went home to be with the Lord this past week, and that homegoing service is going to be Saturday. She was 104 years old. Amen. That's a blessing, man. Yeah. That, that's a blessing, boy. That's good genes. And he said he didn't have any dementia, Alzheimer's, nothing. Man, mine's sharp as a tack. Matter of fact, he said mine's sharper than his. And so uh, we want to keep uh, Deacon Witchett and his family in prayer as well. All right? Rembell. Amen. Let's thank God for our senior pastor. All right, now, I didn't say everybody else senior pastor. I said I was senior pastor. Amen. He preached today. He has blessed our soul today. Amen. Amen. Let me share a couple of things with you. This afternoon at 3 o'clock, we are having a community back-to-school prayer walk at the Blackshear Elementary School located at 2900 Holman. And uh, we're asking anybody that wants to come out to come out and pray with us as we walk around the school and pray for our children, pray for the administration, pray for the teachers. So that's this afternoon at 3 o'clock uh, at the Blackshell Elementary School. And then we're asking all fathers, uncles, grandfathers, any man that's able to come tomorrow morning at the same school, Blackshell Elementary, at 7 o'clock. We're going to have a back-to-school rally as the kids come to school, all right? So show up at 7 o'clock. We want to give them high fives, hugs, fist bumps, whatever we want to do with them in the morning, but we're trying to encourage our kids. So we want to see you at 7 o'clock. All right, all right, men? We're asking the men to come. We'll uh, form a little rally line, and as they come in, we'll be right there for them to cheer them on. Our kids need us. We're the ones that will make the difference in their lives not Washington, D.C. We will. So let's get out there and, and support them in a mighty, mighty way, all right? So 7 o'clock in the morning, and we will see there with smiling faces. You can get your coffee and your grits later. Amen. All right, so come see us in the morning. All right. And pastors already shared a couple other important announcements. Remember our other sick and shut-in members as well. Amen. All right. We've had a good time in service today. Now it's time to recognize our guest. So if you're visiting with us today for the very first time, would you please stand? If this is your first visit, please stand. If it's your second visit, please stand. Or your third visit. We're not going to ask you to say anything. We do want to recognize you. Amen. Amen. Please remain standing. Please remain standing. <laughs> All that pink, y'all, you know, I'll just look at it. Amen. 
We're so glad that you're here. We hope and pray that something has been said or done that will bless you along the way this week. We know that there's been some good singing. Someone has smiled and shake your hand and greeted you in a nice way. And if none of that works, all we ask is that you come back and let us try it one more time. Amen? Now, because you're here, we have a special reception for you. So we're going to ask that you gather your things. And uh, Father, this young lady and this young lady are part of our guest relations ministry. And they'll take you to the area for the reception. We have a, a few things we want to share with you about the Good Hope Church and a special gift for you. All right? Amen. Let's show some love to our guest. All right. Everybody good? Pastor preached? Amen. The choir sang? Amen. We had some good church? Amen. Now, if you can't uh, notice, the, the Voices of Hope have some T-shirts on. And the T-shirts say Houston Strong. That's in remembrance of last year. It was this time of the year. Hurricane Harvey came through and wrecked our city. And the Lord has blessed our city to come back. Amen. And so they're remembering in a strong way. Amen. All right. If everybody's good, let's stand and be dismissed. Thank you again to the AKA Incorporated for being with us today. All right. And uh, Madam President, Sister Grace, they showed up. Amen. All right. Touch your shoulder, grab a hand. If you haven't spoke to them, speak to them. Say, hey, how you doing? Say, I ain't seen you in a week. Amen. All right. God, we thank you today for your word. We thank you that you have shown us in your word that you are a good God. You're a delivering God. You're a God that provides. You're a God that gives victory in the midst of our troubles. So we praise you and we lift up your holy name and we give you all the glory and all the honor because you, Lord, are worthy of our praise. Now, Lord, I pray for every one of the sound of my voice that you bless them this week as they rise up early and settle late. Bless them, Lord, as they go out and as they come in. Bless them in their labor and in their leisure until we meet again in the house of prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, hug somebody on your way out. Show some love.